All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are today's Tuesday, November the 9th of 2021. Had about a whopping three and a half hours of sleep last night. Boom! Yep. Winning. Is that still is cool? Is that still cool to say that? Uh, I think that was what Charlie Sheen said, like, what, 17 years ago? But sure, you can keep saying it. Got tiger's blood flowing through my veins this uh-huh. morning. Is that yeah. a good one, too? Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> we did this event last night at the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge. and uh, We got home late, and then, uh, well, I don't go to bed until late when I get home Yeah, late. I know. It, it took me a second to, to wind down. How'd you feel when the alarm went off this morning? Uh, like it would, <laughs> like it had been 30 minutes after I'd gotten home. <laughs> you know, I don't sleep long when I don't have to pee in the middle of the night. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause typically I'm at that point where it's like, Ooh, I got to wake up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Yeah. You have to wake up. Uh, no, like that didn't start to your forties, right? Oh, I'm still good. Thank you. Thank you to all of us 40 and over this morning. We really appreciate that. <laughs> No, but I kind of envy Kai because like Kai can go to the bathroom at like nine and he can sleep until 10 the next that, morning. That is amazing. How does he do that? Uh, let's see here. What can we celebrate today on Tuesday, November the 9th? We can celebrate, well, it's uh, National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day. Mm. It's also National Scrapple Day. You know what Scrapple. that is? Like the, like the game. Uh, no, that's Scrabble. Oh, say it one more time. It's Scrapple. Oh, Scrapple. Yeah. What's Scrapple. Scrapple, and I didn't know what Scrapple was either. I had no idea why we would celebrate Scrapple, but it's actually a piece of like pork food that we invented in America. But let me tell you what they do with it, and you tell me if you'd eat this. Uh, basically, it's a mush of pork scraps and oh. trimmings combined with cornmeal, wheat flour, and spices like sage and black pepper and stuff like that. It's formed into a mush and then made into a semi-solid loaf. Is this like dressing? Pan-fried and sliced. Oh, don't ruin it. Maybe you don't should. Don't ruin it. Maybe you should oh. use Scrapple instead of your dressing. So See, now you turkey and up. Scrapple. No, you messed it up. No? Because I never, like, to me, this sounds gross because it's mushed together and it's cooked and then you slice it. But when you put stuffing into the same mix as that. When it says. Did I draw it, the line there. What's the word it uses? Did it say pork? Uh, what it say? Pork, well, it's uh, pork scraps scra- and trimmings. Uh, there's no there's no need for them to say scraps. Come Just on. say some pork meat. Don't say scraps. It's a leftover pork. I'm out. Yeah, it doesn't sound real good. Uh, it's also National Go to an Art Museum Day. I need to be more like that. Really? Yeah, I need to be more into the arts. When's the last time you went to an art museum? It's been a second. Have you ever been to an art museum? Yeah, I think so. No, yeah, I can tell. Yeah, I think I'll have fun. No, I, I told you that time uh, I went to one in school. It was like a field trip. The only time I've ever been to an art museum. Maybe, yeah. Okay. We got stuck in the elevator because they overloaded it and I scared to death. I was like in in probably elementary school or junior high or something like that. Did Petrified. you have a friend in there that was trying to tell everyone to jump at the same time? I didn't have any friends, but yeah, people were trying to do the gimmick. That would have been me. I didn't think, oh, that's great. That is great. <laughs> Basically, I feel like if you're in an elevator that gets stuck, you're about to die. Oh, Brandon. Like all of a sudden you lose oxygen and you're just gone. Right. That's how I feel. That's why I like to be able to see out of the elevator. That way, if somebody's down there, I can just wave at people. Yeah. You like the glass ones? Yeah. Yeah. I'll even do like if I'm going on uh, uh, basically any type of a place that has like two or three floors, if it's an elevator and there's the option of the stairs, I'll take the stairs. (laughs) And it's not for health reasons. Not at all. No, there's, there's, uh, well... 
I guess a number of places I go where there's elevators that I might have to get into. And I'm like, golly, I'm white knuckling the whole thing. It's like I'm on a roller coaster. All right. So if y'all are ever somewhere and you know that Brandon has to get into an elevator, mm. go with him because it'll be fun to watch. No, hold my hand, man. You got to you got to make sure I'm OK because I do <laughs> not like those suckers. But you can go to an art museum today or <clears throat> you can celebrate the state of Louisiana. Today is National Louisiana Day. Okay. And I was thinking, what could we celebrate from Louisiana this morning, right? Hmm. Maybe weekends in Louisiana. Yeah. Possibly a Saturday night. Where'd you get down the fiddle and you get down the bow? You kick kick off your shoes and you throw them on the floor. Dance in the kitchen till the morning light. Louisiana Saturday night. Come on now, Louisiana. Waiting in the front yard, sitting on a log. A single shot rifle and a one-eyed dog. Hey now. Yonder come our kinfolk in the moonlight. Louisiana Saturday night. Let's do this. Where you get down the fiddle and you get down the bow. Kick off your shoes and you throw them in the floor. Dance in the kitchen till the morning light. Louisiana Saturday night. You know, I look at uh, where people listen, like podcasts and streams, and we do have people who uh, listen from Louisiana. So shout out to those of you this morning. Louisiana woman. Mississippi man. We get together every time we can. Mississippi River can't keep us apart. There's too much love in this Mississippi heart. But my favorite song about Louisiana. Gotta talk to the girl just one more time. Come on now, Louisiana. We celebrate you today. We might be Arkansas's morning show, but we know you're there in Louisiana. Almost moved to Louisiana once. Oh, here we go. Hello, Samantha, dear. I hope you're feeling fine. And it won't be long until I'm with you all the time. But until then, I spend my money up right down to my last time. Where you going, darling? Go Let's do this then. Welcome to Tuesday morning. Get up, y'all. We got to get going. Three and a half hours sleep. We're good. It is so sweet, that city of Baton Rouge. Sweet Baton Rouge. My Baton Rouge. celebrate thanks for letting us be a part of your morning y'all let's throw one back on this day in country music with brandon baxter in the morning so the year was 1985 and alabama had the number one song in country music on this day because you can't keep a good man down you can't keep a good man down Nineteen eighty-five. It's Alabama with the number one song in country music. Eighty-five. I'll be out there on the scene, hanging with my friends. This world's gonna see me smiling again. I'm taking some time to erase you from my memory. My good friend Randy Owens. Don't write. 
got many friends. Yes. Don't call me on the phone. Yep. Don't knock on my door. Cause to you, I'm not at home. Oh, no. No, that's a woman. Yeah. Go out there and find that new woman, y'all. What? <laughs> oh, you can't keep a good man down. No, don't clap if you can't clap can't on a beat. <laughs> no clapping. What? Oh, no. What I do? You can't keep a good man down, baby. You can't keep a good man down, sugar. Oh, enough is enough. I can't take it anymore. I'm picking myself up off the floor. Cause you can't keep a good man down. Sit down. Oh, no. My song. Honey, honey, can't keep a good man down. Sugar, sugar, can't keep a good man down. You can't keep a good man down. Now you're gonna slap your knee. Okay. <laughs> Come on, beat. Am I? You're always a little off beat, buddy. <laughs> Am I just one beat off or what? Alabama can't keep a good man down. Number one, I think I'm off right there. <laughs> Number one on this day in 1985. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Tuesday morning, November the 9th, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for ya. Good morning, Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip today on Travis Scott. Way too formal, y'all know I don't follow suit. Stacy Dash, most of these girls ain't got a clue. So the biggest story in entertainment continues to be Travis Scott and uh, the tragedy of Houston on Friday night. So in case you haven't heard just yet, Travis Scott was scheduled to host a two-night concert Friday and Saturday in Houston, uh, the Astro World Festival. On Friday night, the crowd was like 50,000 strong. They were all amped up, and people were trying to rush toward the stage. And at that point, eight people died because of the the stampede. Young people. Yeah, like 150 people were injured. It's just been like a really bad scene out of Houston. There's a story about a nine-year-old boy, so I'm not sure why he was there, but he was on his dad's shoulders. And they're saying that uh, his dad passed out because his dad was getting crushed. And the boy then fell off his dad's shoulders mm-hmm. because the dad passed out. And uh, the boy went down and was then trampled by the crowd. Like, it's just horrible. Uh, the nine-year-old's in a medically induced coma. So they're, they're saying right now that Travis Scott is saying uh, he's come out publicly to say he wants to pay the funeral costs of the eight people who died on Friday night. Uh, he's also teaming up with BetterHelp, which is an online counseling service. Uh, he wants to provide free mental health for those who are affected. Uh, Live Nation, the concert company, has come back to refund all ticket holders for both the Friday and Saturday shows. Even though Friday night happened, Saturday didn't because of all of the drama. There's people who are talking about what was happening behind the scenes. Uh, Some people say that there were warnings. Hey, sometimes these crowds kind of surge. Sometimes these crowds get a little bit too wild. Um, But nothing was really done to prevent that. There's also talk that Fortnite has removed the Travis Scott emote, which is like a, a dance or a movement. If your kids have Fortnite, mm-hmm. you've probably heard, hey, I need to get this new emote. It's a Travis Scott emote. Uh, but that's a deal they're doing as well with Fortnite. So, again, Travis Scott has agreed to pay the funeral costs, is looking to help with counseling as well. But it's still just a tragic story that we're learning more about from Houston, Texas, and Astro World with Travis Scott. Got gotcha you gossip today on The Rock. Hey, 
So after everything that's gone on between Vin Diesel, you like to call him your twin, right? No, I mean the You say rock. that people always tell you you look like Vin Diesel. Oh, they tell you you look like The Rock, too? A lot of people say that. I heard wow. that last night from a couple of people. Oh, okay. Well, <coughs> uh, now that you're twins, um, they've, they've had a lot of fighting in the, in the past. Well, Vin now wants to put The Rock back for the 10th uh, Fast and Furious movie, and it's all to honor... Paul Walker. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So Vin made a, an Instagram uh, and he addressed it uh, to uh, Dwayne. He says this, quote, my little brother, Dwayne, as you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. There is not a holiday that goes by that they they and you don't send well wishes. But the time has come. Legacy awaits. I told you years ago that I was going to f- to fulfill my promise to Pablo. I swore that we would reach and manifest the best fast in the finale. That is 10. Vin Diesel goes on to say, uh, this is out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. You have a very important role to play. Hobbs cannot be played by any other. So I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. Wow. I mean, how can The Rock not respond and go back to that? And there's been some really bad blood and really mean things said back and forth between Vin Diesel and The Rock. Of course, The Rock tries to stay above it, but it's still, it's been like, boom, you know, you know what they're doing. Right. So there's a chance it'll happen. Will Dwayne Johnson end up in the final movie of Fast and Furious, the franchise? For Paul Walker. Without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. How do you not do this? We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you And got you gossip today on Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Y'all, it looks like some of the OGs are making a cameo in the movie that comes out November the 19th. So get ready. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Bill Murray's in the new teaser. Yes. People are losing their minds about this. There's something strange in your neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Kelly? Ghostbusters! There's something weird and it don't look good. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! Do, do, do. Do I don't know. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. So the final trailer is out. The voice of Bill Murray is heard in the trailer. So it does appear there's a cameo and uh, people are really excited about that because that's a big deal for the for the OGs to show back up. And Paul Rudd, who plays Ant-Man, is yeah. one of the main characters, too. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the trailer, I'll go ahead and give you the sound of the trailer. And know in the last like seven or eight seconds, it's Bill Murray basically saying, hey, they're back. I remember Revelations. And I looked as he opened the sixth seal. Oh my God. What is happening here? His grandfather was a Ghostbuster. Something was coming and he knew it. I think we opened the gates of hell. Hey, have you missed us? So, the trailer's out there. It is the final teaser for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Afterlife, which does feature Paul Rudd and evidently the OGs as well. The movie hits theaters on November the 19th. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So a lot of people bought stuff during the pandemic to kind of uh, stay busy. 
more people were at home, we were able to go out less. And they were doing this survey asking people, like, what did what did you buy during the pandemic that you regret buying? <laughs> like, what was kind of a waste of money? Okay. Okay. The number one thing, as far as the thing mentioned most often by people as their biggest regret, was gaming equipment. Okay. Because gaming was huge. Yeah. You couldn't leave the house, mm-hmm. so you entertained yourself by playing games. I'm not exactly sure what kind of what kind of gaming equipment people were buying. <laughs> if it was games or if it was like, you know, I want a wheel to play the NASCAR game or, oh, or yeah. guns mm-hmm. or whatever you mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know we spent a fortune on uh, Robux and V-Bucks. V-Bucks. Anything that's a bucks, we spent a fortune <laughs> yeah. on it during the pandemic. Uh, they say other people say they spent way too much on clothes and shoes. Hmm. Some people said home gym equipment. Yeah, I can see that. You know, I have a little bit in my house, but. Um, the idea of getting into the gym, I mean, it's, to me, it's so much easier uh-huh. just to go somewhere. Right. I and I have to re-rack your weights and mm-hmm. stuff. Other things people purchased during the pandemic that they regret purchasing include things like hot tubs or jacuzzis. Oh. Why would you say that? <laughs> I would love to have that. <laughs> and they regret it. I would love it. Hmm. Would you love it? Yeah, I'd love it. Wouldn't you love at the end of the day when your body's hurting just to be able to hop in a hot tub yeah, or a jacuzzi? Great. Uh, They say that a lot of people spent money on uh, either fishing or golfing equipment. Some people bought a scooter to get around on. (laughs) Maybe garden furniture. I think we bought some of that. Kitchen appliances. Some people thought they were going to buy kitchen appliances and make their own bread and stuff like that. The only thing I can think of that I bought that I regret is all the food that I ate. I'm telling you, we ate more food during the pandemic than anything. Oh, yeah. Ate and cooked and ate and cooked. That's what we did, too. Yeah. If I were to go back and add up my annual expense in food, it would be Please so don't staggering. Do it. Please don't do it. No, I mean it would cause it would cause uh, you know major problems in my house. Yes, because we, like every day it's like oh, we're not going to eat out today. We're not going to do that. And then you know it's like it's lunchtime, and then it's just easy to go it pick just something up. Happens. Yeah, but so if we're, if we're going out to feed a family of three, even through fast food, mm-hmm. typically it's like twenty five, twenty six bucks. I know. Like I remember my mom taking us. Like we would go maybe to McDonald's as kids. It seems like it was once every few weeks. It might have been once a month. Yeah, and like Happy Meal was like one fifty or two dollars or something right. like that. Right, and it was such a treat to be mm-hmm. able to go to the, to do that. And now so many of us are just like, where are we going now? I know. What's next? I know. So anyway, there were regrettable uh, purchases during the pandemic, but the number one thing that people wish they would have backed up on a little bit is the extra gaming equipment. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So welcome to the radio program today. It's November the 9th and we're a little bit away from Christmas, right? A little bit. Like it seems like it's kind of far off. Like to me, I don't feel like we're close until we get to Thanksgiving. Like right after Thanksgiving. And then all of a sudden it's like just the crunch, the Mm -hmm. Christmas crunch of figuring stuff out. But I noticed uh, I've seen a few people who have done this already, including in my home, where my wife has decided to go ahead and start decorating for Christmas already. Looks so pretty, too. Yeah, she put the tree up at some point. Was it last week? Yeah. Yes. Like she was so ready to have the tree up. She sent me a, a, a text of the picture of the tree and she you were taking a nap. And she said, look what Brandon's going to wake up to. A Christmas wonderland Yeah, in Thank October. So happy about that before Halloween. <laughs> uh, but anyway, 47 days until Christmas. I was reading this thing that said neighbors are okay if you want to go ahead and put your Christmas decorations out. Yeah. I did drive by. I was driving through... Um, the town, right? And I look over and I see some Christmas lights and I, I was like, oh, it's, 
And I hate to say it, it was kind of sweet to see him. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like it was that much too early. I guess maybe because the tree's up in my house, so go ahead and put the decorations up as well. But well, And it's nostalgic. We used to go look at, at lights when we were little, too. So I think it just brings out a little bit of that in us. It's the childlike stuff that happens around Christmas. And maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I've always wanted to be the family who did the big decorations for Christmas, right? As a kid, <laughs> I remember, I guess it was, uh, I had a stepdad for a minute. And I'm guessing he was the one who put up our Christmas lights on our house. Okay. okay, yeah. So, and at this point in time, and this is like mid-80s, Christmas lights were big, like <laughs> almost like light bulbs for a lamp. Yes. Uh-huh. Like maybe not quite that big, but they were pretty big, you know, gimmicks. And as opposed to going traditional red and white, my mother decided to go blue. Not exactly sure why we had a blue Christmas, <laughs> but she thought it was pretty that way, right? Yes. The issue was, is we got them up there in time for one Christmas and they were plugged in all Christmas and well, they were plugged in the entire next year as well because we didn't take them down. Wait, did you leave them on? Well, I don't know that we left them on other than maybe as a joke, we would turn them on, but like we left them there, these blue lights hanging from the house. And like, I'm looking at my house now, like we did this, uh, Halloween blow up gimmick, like, uh, what is it that we did? That, that ghost thing. Yeah. So we had that up, and that was kind of cool, right? Yeah. Because we were like one of the more festive Halloween houses. But I'm thinking maybe, you know, now that we're settled into our home, maybe I should do Christmas decorations. But I do worry about it because I don't want to staple anything to my house. I will say you do have a very high ceiling, and I don't know if the best idea would be for you to uh, go around and, and put up lights. Are you saying you don't think I could do it? Is this a no, challenge? No, no. Oh, no, no. No. Oh, now you're being um, sarcastic. No, I, I just think that maybe you should probably get someone else to do it. Yeah, but that costs money to do that, and I could just do it so myself. So does breaking your leg. Well, that does cost a little bit of money as well, but I'm just thinking if I could figure out how to maybe tape the lights up there or something. Tape. I don't really want to do like a staple gun into mm. a, a house that's new. Well, you're going to need a lot of... Uh, Duct tape. Could I use duct tape? Maybe. Like maybe green? What color? Well, what color is your house? I don't know. Maybe you should use whatever your that color your house is. It's light colored. What color do you think I should use? Let's not use duct tape. Not duct tape. Mm -mm. But is it okay to staple stuff into your house? I don't want a hole in my roof. Well, you there's small holes, number one. I don't want any holes in my roof. Okay. How many holes do you want in your roof? (laughs) None. Exactly. But but it's that's a little bit different. Is there a trick? I don't know. Maybe somebody has Christmas light tricks. Literally, I've never done that before. If anybody knows how I'm supposed to hang lights on my house, I'd love to be able to do that for Kai. He'd be so excited. Yeah. But at the same point, if I've never done it before, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to buy. I don't even have a ladder. I've got a ladder. No, no. I just don't know. Some rickety, old, some rickety old ladder and a video <laughs> camera. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> Maybe we'll wait. Maybe we'll wait a couple of years on this whole oh. putting the lights up. But the good news is if you kind of have that deal where you want to have the tree up and you want to put the lights out, your neighbors are okay with it. Don't be thinking, oh, yeah. the neighbors are going to hate it. It's fine. Because according to this recent survey, neighbors are kind of okay with getting to the holiday season a little early. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we were talking about Christmas lights and I'm afraid to put the holes in my house because I don't really like that. It's a new house. I'm going to put holes in it. Um, but anyway, I'm told we have somebody on the phone who has information on how I can do this. We were asking mm-hmm. if there was yeah. a way. And uh, Let's go here. Hey, good morning. Hey, Brandon. They sell little clip things that hook to your gutters or to something right on the edge of your house. 
They do? Yes. See, as a kid, I remember like you had staple guns up there and you were stapling wires to your house. I didn't realize they did something different. Yeah, they have little clip things that you buy now. You can buy them in all size packages. They got them even at like Walmart. Ooh, I'm going to have to look that up. Kai would be so excited if we did lights this year. Yeah, definitely. If you've never done it while he was growing up and stuff, he needs a well-lit house. Boom. I might do it this year with the clips. Yeah, go look for them. They're along with the Christmas lights and stuff. I'll look today. Who is this? This is Gay from Paragold. All right, we appreciate your call this morning and the information. Maybe we'll have a well-decorated house. Yeah, go get you some of those clips. For the first time since my childhood, I might actually do something cool. Hmm. Maybe I should have asked about this years ago. (laughs) This might not be a new invention. Here I am acting like it's brand new. Evidently, there's some clips out there. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So the slogan for Motel 6 is... We'll leave the light on for you, right? Yeah. Well, I'm not sure what the motto for Econo Lodge is, but probably not. <clears throat> Our guests will stab you. Oh. Get this. Some guy was staying at a Motel 6 in Springfield, Missouri, and took his dog out for a walk. Meanwhile, a guy staying at an Econo Lodge next door also took his dog out. Yeah. Well, there's a fence between the two properties, but the dogs found a hole in it and got into a fight. Oh, gosh. Then the dog fight led into a human fight. No. The two men were able to separate their dogs. Dogs, but then they got into a fight, what? and the Econo Lodge guy pulled a knife. He ended up stabbing the Motel 6 guy, but he's okay. He was taken to a hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The Econo, the Econo Lodge guy was arrested, but the charges are not known just yet. Oh, my goodness. I know. Speaking of staying in a motel, a man called the front desk of his motel and told him, I've got a leak in the sink. The front desk, the front desk said, that's okay. Just rinse it out when you're done. That is gross. Oh, and there's even more gosh. proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Tuesday morning is here. Thanks for starting your day with us. So think about this. As we get older, we become like, I don't know. We start saying things that maybe we heard our parents say and our grandparents say. I don't think we do it intentionally. It just happens. True. And there's things that we say that might age us a little bit. And I want to give you a heads up on some of those things. Because maybe if you say these things, especially to younger people, you are dating yourself. Mm. We don't need to date ourselves. We don't need to say things that make us sound even older than we are. Okay. I like to do this to Kelly. Kelly, here's the bell. Kelly, drop the bell. Sorry. All right. So when I say something that you have said... I need you to ring the bell. Okay? No. I was just making sure it worked. (laughs) It it works. It works every single day when I do the birthdays. Okay, here are things that make you sound older that maybe you shouldn't say. Well, uh, I can't go out to dinner. I have chicken in the fridge, and I have to cook it before it goes bad. Oh, my gosh. I've done that. (laughs) (laughs) I do that, too. I wasted a $10 package of chicken because I didn't make it in time. Oh. You talk about getting fired up? Uh-huh. Because I'm thinking, oh, I only have a couple days left, and I went to it like, oh my gosh, this was $10. I know. All right, that's one thing. So Kelly agrees. She said that. How about this one? If you see somebody who's, you know, younger, 21, <laughs> 22, and you call that person oh, no. a kid. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry it happens. I'll say that sometimes when we're talking about, you know, like even college students. Yeah. 
Well, what do the kids think about that? Right. Like, that automatically dates me. Mm-hmm. Stop calling young, like, people who are adults kids. If you say to somebody, hey, it's 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 8.30, it's 9 o'clock, it's too late to start a movie. No, I've never said that. Ring the bell for me then, because I've done that. Oh, it's way too late to start a movie. It's 7.30. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Brandon. Kelly, have you ever said, nah, they just don't make them like they used to? I'm sure I've said it. I've said that. How about this? Why is the music so loud in here? (laughs) (laughs) Even though I do like music loud. Signs you're getting older. Uh, When you say to somebody, oh, I don't know if I should have that. Alcohol makes me tired. No. No? No. Not you? Mm -mm. All right. Party on, Wayne. Thanks, Garth. (laughs) You're welcome. How about, oh, I can't have caffeine this late in the Uh day. I'll never go to sleep. Uh, That's you. That's Brandon. (laughs) Oh, it's 12 o'clock. I better watch my caffeine Uh, intake. How about, oh, my gosh, my knees hurt. And y'all, all of you that are making fun of us for saying your knees hurt, our knees hurt, get ready. It's coming. Your knees are going to hurt, too. And this is, of course, what somebody who's older says. Oh, be quiet. (laughs) They say if you stand up and you let out one of those classic dad groans. There you go. What? Take the bell. This, not, no, this is way no, more you than me. I'm not going to ring the bell on that. I don't do that. Anybody who's ever been around me has yes, seen me do that. Yes, you do it every time you get up over there, and it takes you about three seconds to get from that around that corner. But I physically abuse my body. My body is physically abused. There's no excuses. They, it still dates you. No, I've been physically abused. Okay. My body has by chairs and concrete and wood. Well... <laughs> Other things you might say that, that kind of age you to people. Oh, man, that's a nice box. You should keep that box. Just a box? Well, like if you get a package delivered or something like that and it's a good oh. box. Or like a holiday box or a bag. Hey, keep that. Keep the bow. Keep it I'll for next year. I'll reuse that. How about, hey, stop messing with the thermostat. Leave it alone. Brandon, did you write this? This is you. <laughs> this, this... Oh, I've gosh. heard all of this come from your mouth. What about when somebody says, well, when I was your age, Mm-mm. I know, I know you've done that. We've all done that. Yeah, we have. Or, you know, back in the old days, you know, back in the good old days, cause I've done that, Yeah. you know, back, back 15 years ago, or how about this one? This is a straight up older person phrase, cut it out of your, of your vocabulary. If you say it, are you working hard? Or hardly working. Uh-uh, gosh. <laughs> Have you used That's it? That's the oldest one ever. No, I've never used that. Yeah, me either. Oh, gosh. What? Brandon. What? I think it's... Don't say it anymore. I thought it sounded kind of cool. <laughs> Phrases and things not to say that automatically date you. You can tell us thank you later. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Tuesday, November the 9th, 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to a friend of the show and probably one of our longest time supporters. Shannon Sprinkle celebrates his birthday today. Happy birthday, Shannon. He's turning 48. 
He's awesome. He's always been really nice to us. Always such an encourager and sending us nice messages and making us feel good. Y'all need a friend like that, a supporter like that, who makes you feel good even on your bad days. So happy birthday to Shannon Sprinkle, who celebrates today. He's turning 48, and your family says they love you as well. Happy birthday goes out to Alex Bam, a cheerleader at Nettleton High School. Happy birthday, Alex. So this actual this birthday wish, from yeah. what I understand, is from her much more famous and older brother, Clay. Clay Band. All right. Happy birthday, Alex. All right. Also celebrating today, Audrey Wilson Bailey celebrating a birthday. Dylan Hale of Stuttgart. Uh, Wyatt Lubke of DeWitt celebrates. Amber Turner. Happy birthday. JoLynn Bulin from Wynn. We have Marion Ruffin in Stuttgart. Shirley Bunch has a birthday. Elijah Sherman of Paragool goes to GCT and is turning 10 today. Happy birthday. Bliss Newkirk of Stuttgart, Ashley Ramsey from Wynn, and Hunter and Emily Brooks of Jonesboro turn nine today. Happy birthday. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all and you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy 37th birthday to Chris Lane. Yeah, he celebrates today. You know Chris Lane from this song. She don't know I got some big, big plans. Build a little house out on some hand-me-down land. Find a little island where we go to get tanned. There we take our kids down And you might know Chris Lane from this one, too. What's your name? What's your sign? What's your birthday? What's your wrist tattoo? Bible verse Tell me this. Do you kiss on the first day? Don't hold it. Happy birthday to Chris Lane, 37 years old today. Vanessa Man- uh Vanessa Man- I cannot say that word. Manillo. Manillo. Vanessa Manillo is 41. She was a former MTV VJ. She's now on the NCIS Hawaii show. She's married to Nick Lachey, but here's the thing. What? Nick Lachey is also celebrating his birthday. What? He's 48 today and of course he was from the band 98 Degrees. Cherish you. Happy birthday to Nick Lachey, who celebrates his birthday today. Happy birthday today to Cisco. Huh? <laughs> He's celebrating his 43rd birthday. You may remember Cisco from this little song right here. He had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Eyes like what, what, what? Baby, move your butt, I think I'll sing it again. She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Eyes like what, what, what? All night long. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend Cisco. He's celebrating his birthday today. So. Happy birthday to Eric Dane, who is 49. That's Dr. Mark Sloan, a.k.a. McSteamy on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Happy birthday today to Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah. Who is 51. AEW superstar right now. What have I become? Chris Jericho celebrating his birthday today. The whole crowd sings this now when he comes out. Chris Jericho, 51 years old today. Happy birthday to Lou Ferrigno, who is 70, the original Incredible Hulk. He was the one on the TV series yeah. that I used to watch as a kid. Mm-hmm. He was the actual Hulk. There was somebody else 
who was like the the regular guy. Yeah, Bruce Banner. Yeah. There was no um, CGI stuff. He was painted green, and he was really souped up. No, he was huge, especially for the time. Happy birthday to Lou Ferrigno, the original Incredible Hulk, who celebrates today. And happy birthday to Alan Gratzer from Ario Speedwagon, who is 73. Ario Speedwagon. To roll with the changes. Alan Gratzer, REO Speedwagon, celebrating today. Well, then don't fight it. Justin Cook's favorite band right here. Loves REO Speedwagon. One of the biggest fans. Alan Gratzer celebrating. You take it on the run, baby. If that's the way you want it, baby. Then I don't want you You know what's crazy? He's 73 and REO Speedwagon still goes out and plays shows. Oh, I make you laugh. Baby, you make me cry. I believe it's time for me to fly. Guarantee you, there's no other country show that plays more REO Speedwagon than this one. And I meant, I meant it. Every word I said, when I said that I love you, I meant that I love you forever. And I'm gonna keep on loving you. Cause it's the The definition of a good one. This is a good one. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Alan Gratzer, from REO Speedwagon, who turns 73 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, welcome to Tuesday morning. It's November the 9th, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. And we have Country Music News today on Jimmy Allen. Girl, what's your name? What's your dream? Yeah, what's your favorite song? If you're thinking what I'm thinking. So it was Janet Jackson night on Dancing with the Stars with eight remaining celebrities when the show started. Everyone performed two dances, and at the end of the night, it was another one of those double eliminations. So the first elimination was one that was a major surprise because she's been a front runner the whole time. Uh, but based on the lowest judges' scores and viewer votes, Olivia Jade wow. was sent home. Yeah, but I thought people she really liked her. So the judges were then forced to choose between the bottom two. Melora Hardin, who played Jan in The Office, right. and country's Jimmy Allen. Well, Jimmy and Allen, Jimmy and Emma kicked off the night with a score of 32 out of 40 for their cha-cha to Janet Jackson's escapade. Right. But, Brandon, it wasn't enough. Oh. Jimmy Allen was the second elimination of the night, and right after the show, Jimmy Allen said, quote, 
I'm done dancing. I love being in the ballroom, but I'm just glad I don't have to dance anymore. I'm yeah. done. He said, I'm taking so much stuff I've learned from Emma, some of the little moves. But my main thing is just wanting everybody who's still on the show to have fun. Yeah. So he had a good time, but I think he was <laughs> done. That show's tough, man. That's, that's what I hear. But Olivia J, Jimmy Allen, latest celebrities to be eliminated on Dancing with the Stars. All right, country music news today on tomorrow night's Country Music Awards and the host, Luke Bryan. Up in the sky, there's a so it's going to be a big night tomorrow night. It's dubbed Country Music's Biggest Night, the 55th Annual CMA Awards, which is always a fun show to watch. And as we've mentioned before, it's a big deal because Luke Bryan is hosting solo. And typically we've seen like, you know, pairs of people, tandems host. But Luke's going to do that by himself tomorrow night on ABC. It's going to run from 7 until about 10 o'clock tomorrow night. We now know some of the presenters. This was this was just announced information. Uh, they're presenting Trace Adkins, Kelsey Ballerini, Dina Carter, who just released yeah. like her 25th anniversary uh, edition of Strawberry Wine. Uh, Lauren Daigle is going to be there. Russell Dickerson, Florida Georgia Line, Amy Grant, Alan Jackson, Lady A, Scotty McCreary, Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, Darius Rucker, uh, Susan Sarandon, Lainey Wilson, Trisha Yearwood, and Kelly. Kurt Warner what? is going to be there. I named my son after him. So those are presenters wow. performing tomorrow night. Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood, Jimmy Allen, Gabby Barrett, Dirks, Bentley, Breland, and Hardy, Brothers Osborne, Luke Bryan, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Dan and Shay, Mickey Guyton. I mean, the list goes on and on. Miranda Lambert, Old Dominion, Carly Pearson, Ashley McBride, Thomas Rhett, Blake Shelton, Chris Stapleton, <laughs> Keith Urban, Chris Young and Kane Brown, and the Zach Brown Band. Watch party. Uh, that sounds like a lot of fun, yeah. right? So again, it's uh, Country Music's biggest night, the 55th annual CMA Awards, and it happens tomorrow. We have Country Music News today on Kane Brown. So you know you've made the big time if you've been invited to hang out and perform with the friends who live on Sesame Street. Oh, yeah. Now, Kane Brown loves sports, and his love has now led him to the uh, ABCs and 123s of Sesame Street with a new song called Sports. And uh, guess who's featured on the song with Kane? Who's in the song? Uh, The one and only Elmo and Cookie Monster. So it's called Sports. Here is Elmo, Cookie Monster, and Kane Brown. That's really cute. It is. It's called Sports. It's Elmo, Cookie Monster, Kane Brown. He says he can't wait for uh, his daughter, his one-year-old daughter, Kingsley, to see it because apparently she's a fan. Could you imagine 
if oh your parents were singing on Sesame Street when you were in the epitome of Sesame Street's the only thing in my life. No, that's insane. But anyway, we're going to you can check it out. We're going to put it up on the Brandon Baxter in the morning blog. You can check it out also too on the Not Too Late show on HBO Max. All right, there you go. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, today is November the 9th, and today in pop culture, in 1967, the very first issue of Rolling Stone magazine was published. That's become such an iconic thing in the world of music. Uh, The cover of Rolling Stone, the very first issue, was John Lennon. It's 1967. Stone in 1967. Today in pop culture in 1973, Billy Joel released his second album. It was called Piano Man. It featured, well, the song Piano Man. Sing us a song, you're the piano man. Sing us a song tonight. Well, we're all in the mood for a melody. And you've got us feeling all song peaked at number 25. Wow. I feel like this would have been a, a number one for a year straight. But the peak for Piano Man was number 25. Today in pop culture in 1974, Bachman Turner Overdrive hit number one in America with this one. What'd she say? So, 1974 for them. Today in pop culture in 1999, Faith Hill released her fourth album. The album was called Breathe, and it featured this song. Big crossover hit back in the day. I can feel you breathe. It's 1999. Also on the album Breathe was this one. When we don't talk, when we don't touch, when it doesn't feel like we're even in love, it matters to me. When I don't know what to say, don't know what to do. Nineteen ninety nine for Faith Hill. Today in pop culture in two thousand seven, Alicia Keys put out her third studio album. It was called As I Am, and it featured this one. No one, no one, no one can get in the way of what I feel for you. 
And today in pop culture in 2015, Justin Bieber put out a song that some people think might have been about Selena Gomez. My mama don't like you and she likes everyone. Burn. And I never like to admit that I was wrong. Roasted. And I've been so caught up in my job, didn't see what's going on, but now I know. I'm better sleeping on my own, cause if you like the way you look that much, oh baby, you should go and love yourself. Wow. And if you think that I'm still holding on to something, you should go and love yourself. Justin Bieber released that song in 2015. Today is November the 9th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we got to do a thing last night, and that's the reason I had like uh, three and a half hours of sleep overnight until my alarm went off. And the reason I've had, I don't know, four or five cups of coffee already today, because <laughs> I was tired when the alarm went off uh-huh. this morning. Uh, but a big thank you to Stan Jones and Jan Zimmerman from the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge, which is just tremendous. And we got to go over there for an event last night. It was Kelly's first time to walk into this lodge and literally... In uh, in basically, I think it's considered Cloverbend, Arkansas. You pull up to this place that is known all over the world as being like, this is the spot you want to go duck hunt. This is the lodge you want to stay in. And for us to be able to just be invited to these kinds of events and walk in, it's pretty spectacular. Now, ladies, I know a lot of you probably do duck hunt. But for those of you that don't, that have no interest or whatever, like uh, I, I, I hear about people going to deer camps and duck camps and all that stuff. And yeah. it sounds boring and, and whatever. This place um, is absolutely beautiful. Beautiful, And I told you that as we were driving there, but I don't think you can be prepared for you it until you pull up. You can't. You can't. Everything aesthetically, just from the lights to the grass to the rocks to the everything that's placed is absolute. It's perfection. Yeah, they have more in landscaping than we have in our homes combined. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty fun to be able to go to events like this. And I think the thing that I real I didn't realize until we got to know some of the people that go to these events is how many people... Um, let us be a part of the day. You know, we're, we're like, because it surprises me. We'll be walking through somewhere and somebody will say, hey, I listen every day. Or I remember when you said this. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, wow, I didn't think you listened. And I don't know why I wouldn't think yeah. that. But it was so neat to be able to talk to so many people who let us into their homes and cars and at work and all that kind of stuff. And people that we had never met before. People that we had no idea that they would listen, but it was really sweet to be able to have that experience, and we appreciate that. There was there was one uh, woman that said her name was Sandy, and uh, you were, we were taking a picture, and I think maybe you didn't point on this one. Maybe someone requested you not to point. I don't no, remember nobody what the requests deal. that. People request for well, me to point. Okay, well I don't know, but she yelled out from across the room, "Where's the point?" Yeah. So it's just like, you know, so I was like, oh, she listens. And we had the chance. Uh, there was this, um, I guess, when you think about like the the feast that we had. Right. And, and I heard about this, but I hadn't seen exactly the way this was done. But they roasted a whole hog. And I'm not talking about like, here's some pork. I'm talking uh-uh. about this sucker looks like it was one hundred and fifty pounds worth of food. Uh, it, I wonder how much it did weigh. It was a lot. I it mean, because it was been all that, that meat, right? So, and it was a little bit intimidating because they're like, walk up there and grab you some of that. I'm like, what do I even do? Yes. 
And then a shout out to Kelly Dallas, who actually is from Kelly's hometown of Wynn, Arkansas. Yes. And we kind of ended up being able to, uh, it's just a small world. I didn't realize that he did that. And uh, he knew my dad growing up and I knew his father growing up. So we kind of figured that out. So we're like, that's cool. I have pictures of this hog, right? So I've never had like, and I've had bacon, of course, my whole life, right? When when everybody, everybody loves bacon, but I've never had bacon. Out of a out of a hog this fresh. So I think it was uh, was it Britt that took me somewhere and said you've got to get the best Britt meat. Jones, okay, yeah. and so they just started piling. Kelly started piling all of this meat on my plate. Then when when as we were coming out, he was like, "Wait, wait, you have to get this," and he just threw on like a huge slab of bacon. But it's different than bacon, yeah, bacon. It's, it's different than the bacon you like fry in a in a skillet. It's like a thick piece of oh. of goodness. I don't know what it was, but it was amazing. So delicious. Yes. I don't think I embarrassed you at all, did I? Uh, you know what? Because I tried I think, to be pretty good. I think we both did not embarrass each other, which typically we're always trying to do. Maybe your wife helped balance us out yeah. with uh, being like that. Yeah. I had more fun with her. Well, that's nice of you. Appreciate that. Always there to be sweet. I did tell Kelly at different points. Oh, no, no. You can't stand on that. Oh, yeah. Because like there's there's a part where like, Y'all, you know, you follow if there's a path, well, you follow the path. And I was a little nervous because I'd never been there. And everywhere I went, I would hear Brandon go, Kelly, there are cameras. People are watching you. And I wasn't even I was just walking. There was another part where you're like, get off the grass. Kelly, Stan is telling you to move on the other. Hurry just, up. It's starting. Yeah. It's starting. They've started without us, Kelly. <laughs> the whole night was like that. So, yeah, it was cool. I also had the chance, uh, and I haven't posted this yet, uh, and I've had the chance now to hold two different Super Bowl rings. Me too. So I've held the Dallas Cowboys ring, mm-hmm. and I've held now a New England Patriots Super Bowl ring. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And that ring was like, if it, it could have been a belt buckle. Y'all, it was like 10 pounds. Yeah, I guarantee it's worth. What do you think? Hundred thousand. I mean, it's a Super Bowl uh, ring from the Tom Brady era, right? It's pretty I incredible. Know. But if you ever have the chance to uh, go to an event or a wedding or anything that happens at the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge, just it's a beautiful mm-hmm. place. And sometimes you're like, is this really here? It's a it's a duck hunter's destination mm-hmm. and a dream to be able to go there. And we're just uh, privileged to be able to call them friends and to be invited to stuff like that. There was no doubt. Uh, the first time I went there, I was the I was the schmuck in the dinner for schmucks. And like I, I had no sense in being there. Mm-hmm. That's the reason I invited Kelly this time. It's <laughs> because I didn't want to be the top schmuck. <laughs> it was my turn. It was Kelly's <laughs> turn to be who's this the, girl? The top schmuck. So uh, <laughs> anyway, it was really cool last night. I put some pictures up if you guys uh, want to go and check them out. It's pretty neat. They're up on my Instagram and on Facebook. Brandon Baxter in the morning and on Twitter. If you go to Brandon on B B I T M on Twitter. You can see the photos there, too. Five, four, three, two, one. You made the calls. You sent the messages. These are the top five songs of the last 24 hours. It's Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Most wanted. Number five. I was just thinking that that weekend out on Cumberland Lake. And that one time in Baton Rouge will be made out in the rain. Where we went chasing foreign stars on a hill at your daddy's farm. Dustin Lynch and Mackenzie Porter, number five today. Number four. No matter where I go, no matter what I do, I'll 
Number four today. Number three. If I didn't love you, I'd be good by now. I'd be better than barely getting by somehow. Yeah, it would be easy not to miss you. Wonder about who's with you. Turn to want you off whenever I want to. If I didn't love Jason you. Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood. Number three today. Number two. Yeah, but now I'm dodging potholes in my sunburned Silverado. Like a heartbroken desperado. Waited right back to my roots. Something about the way she kissed me tells me she loves Eastern Tennessee. Yeah, but all I brought back with me was some sand in my boots. Morgan Wallen, sand in my boots, number two. Number one. Mississippi, the most wanted song over the last 24 hours on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was reading some stuff this morning. I read a lot early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. You tell me that. You know, um, I was reading the Lawyer Times. The Lawyer Times. I always wanted to be a lawyer. I thought about that at one point. That that'd be a cool job. Oh, okay. Shout out to Greg Pearson, Arlington, Texas. He's a lawyer. He was actually the owner of a wrestling company I worked for for a minute. Thought he was cool. Okay. He's good friends with Ben Matlock at one point, the lawyer. You were good friends with him, the guy at the TV show? I didn't have many friends. Oh. And I considered Ben Matlock a friend. <laughs> okay. So I was reading a deal in the Lawyer Times this morning that was talking about uh, the work-life balance, and it was talking about how in Portugal they have new labor laws. And I wanted to see if you thought maybe we should adopt these labor laws in Arkansas in the United States, what you thought about these labor laws. Okay. So there's new rules that were approved on Friday that were basically saying that employers are no longer able to contact workers after office hours. Hmm. They could face penalties for doing that. And I'm sitting here thinking, this is brilliant. Hang on. Didn't you draft up like a mission statement memo saying that yes. that's what you wanted is for no one to call you after you left? Yes. I don't want anybody to call me after 10 a.m. <laughs> oh. Between 6 and 10 is the only time you can reach out to me. That's when we're doing the show. Well, that's not my problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't reach out to me after that. That's my, my working hours are over at that point mm. between six and 10. Okay. And that means I don't want to have a phone call. Emails? I don't want to have an email. Okay, man. I, I don't want a text message. You must None be. None of that stuff. Okay. Here's what they're saying. They say that companies, 
if they break this law, not only can they get in trouble for that, they'll also have to pay for the expenses that were incurred by remote working, higher electricity bills, internet bills, phone bills, and all of that. So you bosses out there need to make sure that if we're going to adopt this law, that you guys uh, are not calling after working hours. Mm. There should be a point where we get to walk away. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And the workday is over. But that's one of the deals with phones, emails, texts, and all that stuff is the workday never ends. Never. Like when my Nana would go to work. I'd go to work with her sometimes at Maple Office Supply, Dallas, Texas. We'd show up at work at whatever time, 8 o'clock in the morning, be gone by 4, something like that. They weren't calling her when she got home. On her drive home, which was 45 minutes to an hour in traffic, she had no communication with anyone. Can you imagine how did they do that? Isn't it crazy? There was a tollway and everything. We have to throw quarters in the basket. Wow. She had her change in there. Yeah. But anyway, I was reading this morning in the Lawyer Times, and Mm. it looks like the work-life balance could be getting better in Portugal. And as a matter of fact, I know a lot of people think about moving to places like Hawaii or Australia, Mm -hmm. Los Angeles, New York. I'm considering moving to Portugal today. (laughs) She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know every position of a Rubik's Cube can be solved in 20 moves or less? No. Have you ever solved one? No. Neither have I. I've played those goofy things my entire life, and I've never been able to figure it out. But as a teacher, now that they have YouTube, kids are going in there, and they're teaching themselves how to do it. So you'll see a third grader solving it as fast as they can. It's pretty cool. Is there really a trick to it? Mm -hmm. There is a trick. Yeah. Okay. There is. You could, I'll they, try to figure that out. They'll teach you. All right. Did you know more running races are held on Thanksgiving Day than any other day of the year? Roughly about 870,000 people run in the race in a race on Thanksgiving. Huh. I run in a race on Thanksgiving. You do? Yeah, the race to the couch for a nap. <laughs> it's the trip, though, fan. <laughs> and did you know the technical term for a burp is eructation? What? Like, oh, man, I just had a really embarrassing eructation. Oh, gosh, I hate it when that happens. There's your word for the day. There you go. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So there was a a poll done on dog and cat owners, and they were saying that some what they call pet parents believe having a pet is just as expensive as having a kid. (laughs) There's phases, I bet, of of both that are, are about the same. No, there's not. Have you seen the amount of money I go through? But. Like what? when Kai was two, yeah, and he diapers, just, and he formula. just needed a couple. Okay, he's potty trained, and okay. he just needed a few okay. toys, like that, or yeah. having a dog where you've got to do all the medical stuff, all the. Um, oh, it, it can, yeah, you're right. There's just different phases. Now, of course, if your child is getting ready to go to college, I would say that the child is going to be more expensive. Sure. But depending on the phases, I could completely agree with that. Well, because you have two dogs I that do. you take to a groomer and all the different stuff, and yeah. you sometimes have to board your dogs, I guarantee you your your pet no, expense it, is high. It's a lot of money, yeah. And that's not even including the food. Because the way I was looking at this was I was like, that's just food. And like if you buy Mm-mm. them a toy, no, it's not that, is it? This is if you go places. Oh. If you, You've got to get their shots and their vaccinations. And yeah. This seems high to me, but they say the average pet parent spends about $4,500 a year on their pet. That seems high, though, right? It does seem kind of high, but I'm telling you, there's been years where I've I've probably spent close to that. They say it's about $375 a month if you break that down into that. There's no way I spend that on our dogs, but 
Maybe some people do. Yeah. That's wild. But there's also a lot of bougie dogs. What do you mean? What does that mean? Like they go get their nails done. They No, they don't. A hundred million percent. Who does that? Well, if I win the lottery, I'm going to get my dog's exactly. nails done. <laughs> but most people don't go get their dogs. <laughs> I, right. I mean, you mean clipped or you mean like manicured? No, like painted. Really? Tell me you've seen the little girl dogs that have their nails no, painted. And never, little bows. Nobody does that around here. This is Arkansas. Oh, y'all send him your pictures. No, DM him. This is Arkansas. Send him your picture of your precious bougie do dogs. You're lucky if your dog doesn't have mats around here. <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So food and wine is uh, doing this thing about the holiday season where they're talking about different things you can do with food and wine for the holiday season. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> One of the things they're saying that could be kind of trendy. And I don't know if this sounds uh, good to people, and it doesn't sound good to me. You ever been to a place where they have, like, the chocolate fountain? Like, the chocolate's coming out of the top, and you can put, like, your marshmallows in there, or your Rice Krispie treats. Or your like fruit, or whatever, yeah. Yeah, who would do the fruit? I'd rather do the Rice Krispie treats or the like marshmallows. Like a strawberry. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. But you've seen that, right? Yeah. And it's like chocolate, and it comes mm-hmm. out the top, and it rolls down the side, and all that kind of stuff, so... Kind of picture that. But imagine for the holidays, instead of chocolate, you use something different. You use something more holiday-like. Okay. It's white gravy. So they're saying that what some people are thinking about doing, (laughs) you're giving me the look on your face, for the holiday season is to have a fountain that is erupting white gravy over the top and then spilling down. So then you could put whatever, like, I don't know, maybe it's chicken fried steak or maybe it's biscuits. Biscuits. (laughs) Biscuits. <laughs> it could be biscuits. Yeah. Isn't that what you typically would put gravy on is your biscuits? Or your mashed potatoes. Or your mashed potatoes. Or, or your maybe... creamed corn. You put... Listen, gravy goes on everything. I don't know who you are. So you would be one of the people who would think a gravy fountain would be a good idea. No, I don't. But I, I don't like that much gravy. Just imagine if you have people over to your house, right? Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> And you have a gravy fountain sitting there in the middle of your, like it's your, your centerpiece. It's definitely a talking point. It is a talking point. I actually have, uh, there's a little picture out here. Again, this is from Food and it's Wine. Like a fountain of a heart attack. Yeah. And like there's different things you could put on there, but it just looks kind of. Could the gravy even go through the, the spigot? Isn't gravy kind of thick? You think it would get too thick for that? Because if, if you have the giblet, giblet, whatever that it's gravy giblet, is, yeah. um, it, a dip, it could this get is more, stuck. No, oh, the little giblets. Could yeah. Get you. you didn't want your giblets to get stuck. No, definitely not. No, that would be bad. Yeah. But this is more supposed to be like white gravy. What is it? Giblets? <laughs> How old are you again? <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So there is a, a deal out today. And I'm like, who are these people? But they say four out of 10 people, almost four out of 10, have started holiday shopping already. I, I, you know what? I envy you guys and I wish, you know what? I would like to hire you to do a class for me on when and how and how to plan and budget and all that kind of stuff because it just, or when my kid was, was smaller, he changed his mind every five seconds. Right. I could buy him like, you know, oh, the Batman Lego, huge, whatever. And then the next week he's going to be like, yeah, I don't want that anymore. I'd want this. And I'm like, well, great. Right. So it's just like, that's why I never did it. Well, that's kind of, I think, why we do last minute too, but it's such a pain. But they say that, you know, one of the things we've heard about in the news is supply chain issues and some stuff that might, like if you wait too long, you might not be able to get some stuff by the holidays. But four out of 10, almost four out of 10 have started to do the holiday shopping already. And they do say a lot of people, about half of people say they're going to spend less money this year. 
than they did last year. Like last year, people were almost spending based on the pandemic and the fact that the year sucked. Right. Yeah. So I think the deal was, oh, this year has been awful. Maybe we'll try to make the the holidays Mm -hmm. more merry. Right. We had this discussion in my house. We were like, what did we do last year for the holidays? And because I couldn't remember, unless it's like we didn't do anything for the holidays. It's like the year everybody wants to forget because, yeah. and we kind of have because it it was almost non-existent. It seems like yeah, she's like we didn't do one holiday party. Nobody mm-hmm. came over. It was just kind of like we did me, Leslie, and Kyle yeah. Christmas Day. Really crazy. But for those of you out there doing your shopping already, man, that's awesome. More power to you. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we talk about our experience at the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge, how we got to go out there and be a part of a really cool event. And how I felt like a Super Bowl <laughs> champ at one point, yeah. like literally one of the coolest pictures I've taken in a long time. I'm wearing a Super Bowl ring. You are. And we also talk about how you would you were yelling at me to get off the grass and that people were watching me when they weren't. <laughs> Get off the grass. What am I old? (laughs) Kelly, get off the grass. Uh, Anyway, we talk about that. We also talk about things that um, as we get older, that maybe we shouldn't say, because when we say certain things, it makes us seem even older than we are. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's on the podcast today as well. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? The series finale of Supergirl with back-to-back episodes. The Voice, it's an uh, elimination night tonight. Okay. The Bachelorette, the season finale of American Crime Story. Tonight's schedule also includes The Resident, Queens, New Amsterdam, and Chucky. Also later tonight on Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Dustin Lynch and Mackenzie Porter will be performing. Ooh, that's good. All right, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.